scary world. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Patrick. Hey! hey! And, and this, this is... Dead, Dead Time Stories! A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crime, conspiracies, paranormal, supernatural, or just the generally weird, eerie, and whatever it is that we want to talk about that week because it's our show. And, and not, not yours. I like the guests are hopping in on that. Josh I need to. did that too. It's fun. If you're new to the show, it's usually just me and Sarah. But October, we do Guestoberfest, where we have a guest on every episode. And this week is no different. So, Patrick, tell the people about yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Patrick Tumblety. I'm a author of horror and science fiction. And uh, sometimes podcaster, I do a lot of uh, mixed media and uh, multimedia projects, uh, all narrative, uh, usually in the horror genre. You can Google my name, find me uh, in stores or now with COVID online. And I've uh, been doing that for about professionally for about 12 years now. Wow. Tumble Tea is such a fun last name. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, one of the... the true crime things is that uh, I might be related to Jack the Ripper who's also whose suspect's name was also Tumblety. So um, it's kind of got, you know, an, a, a weird history behind it. But it's very Irish. Some so. kismet. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, Patrick, thank you for being on. You're our first guest of this year's Guestoberfest that Stephanie and I don't know personally. It's so true. now we know you. But Patrick is a recent-ish new listener, but also new to us friends. So we're excited for that as well. <laughs> but I did do my homework and I started from the beginning. He started from the beginning, just like Sarah says. That's actually why Patrick is on the show, is he <laughs> sent me a message and said, listen, I started from the I beginning. Started from the beginning. Yeah, I actually had to send him $5,000 like, and start from the beginning. And there was a test, a written <laughs> test. There was. Actually, we met him on Seeking Arrangement back oh when we were working Oh, my God. On- <laughs> no, it's true. I actually, yeah. It's true. They don't like short people, and I'm five feet tall, so that was the only problem about Seeking Arrangement. So, But you know what? He made it through anyway because he was like, guess what? I talk about creepy shit, and we're like, all right, you get a pass. <laughs> it was oddly <laughs> easy works. when I just said that. Everything was like, okay, let's Right? <laughs> all he had to do was bring up creepy shit, and we're like, okay. All, all right. That's fine. <laughs> You get it. It is. It's You're like an in. unknown thing. It's like, hey, you like creepy shit? You like creepy shit? All right, we're hanging now. So We're friends right? now. It's one of those things where like you look around and then you like open your jacket and you're like, is that person flashing me? And you're like, oh, no, he's showing me ghosts. That's true. No, you're absolutely right. Like, hey, is that person checking me out? No, no. They're just really excited about the uh, horror movie I'm watching on my iPad. There you go. Now we're right. friends. They just want to see what's yeah, on this iPad. Exactly. They see somebody's getting sliced open and they're like, they're like I want to know what that is. It's love. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that's how people meet, I guess. Hey, look, these days. look these days. How do people if you meet these days, if you have something in common and you can build a friendship around it, especially horror, the horror community are the nicest people in the world. I'm convinced they I really agree. are. I tend to find that people who are either really into horror or really into metal. Oh, good, like yeah, you're metal right. music. Metal heads are like total sweethearts most of the time, even though they listen to stuff that you're like, that's scary. They tend to be very sweet people. One of my closest friends, he's uh, he's like 6'8". Um, he's built like a linebacker. Um, he's got chain, earrings, nose, like everywhere, tattoos everywhere. This guy looks terrifying. And wherever he goes, he looks, he screams metal in his car. People go away from <laughs> the nicest, most gentlest man you'll ever meet. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you know, he doesn't look the part, but he he's like the nicest. He's so soft-spoken and everything, and he wouldn't like... Just by looking at him, you'd be like, oh, you look like you're going to kill me. Like, no, he's really nice. Yeah. We call him tiny. I like to tell people, I like to tell people that that's why I have to have all the, like the body mods is because I have to, I have to scare people away. Cause if they actually talk to me, they'll realize that like, I'm not, I'm a total pushover and I'm not intimidating at all. And so I'm like, this is, this is me being like, no, I'm scary. Look at me. Yeah. That's why I have all horror movie <laughs> tattoos because it's like, I want them to like question me when I come up. I need you to be intimidated by me because, like, if I talk to you, it's over. Yeah, exactly. The second I open my mouth, you're like, oh, you're... You're, you're like, oh, never yeah. mind. 
Like, no, good. I like I like show tunes and uh, romance novels. You know, I'm not scary. I get that. <laughs> oh man, I did have banter. I was going to say for the air, and now I forgot what it was. That's okay. Uh, I know what we were going to banter about. I know that, yeah, we already had something specific and it made me think of something else. And I was like, I'll remember later. But we were going to talk about mm, chunt, please. Oh. <laughs> Should I said chunt, please. Adel Refai. Oh, man, Adel. Yeah. Chunt, please. <laughs> mm, chunt, please. Oh, uh, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, we can thank Adel for helping introduce for Patrick connection. to the show. Yeah, I, um. Thank you, Adel. Yeah, thanks, Adel. I, um, love. Everything is a Hey Riddle Riddle, uh, Magic Tavern, um, JPC, Aaron Keefe is just a treasure. Um, and yeah, he mentioned that you guys were on the show. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out and just kind of fell in love with your format, your personalities, everything. And and I said, I took your advice, started from the beginning. And, you know, I was just writing a, uh, a uh, alien invasion story for a uh, submission. And I swear that it was your voices that are narrating it now because it's like, I've been listening to it <laughs> Ooh, so much. I like that. <laughs> I'm into that. Yep. Sarah's narrated a few audio books. Have you really? I've narrated five. Ah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's she excellent. Did. And I've done some other podcast narrations for um a podcast for called October podcasts. Pod. Ooh, very nice. Oh, October. Mm-hmm. I know October Pod. Yeah, yep, of course. October yeah. Pod. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He's good. Um, but I was going to bring up the fact that again because Patrick started at the beginning and has listened to all of the episodes and done his homework. Patrick <laughs> also has a theory for us. That I am That's so true. here for and I am so ready to unpack. Honestly, Patrick, take it away because I'm I'm excited. I can already tell you I think I'm already on board with this theory and I 100% believe that whatever you're going to say is actual <laughs> historical fact. Well, and I was going to say just to catch up the listeners again if they didn't start from the beginning, but you fucking should. Stop but if you the don't know right now, what he's go. talking about. A few weeks back, I talked about my experience living with somebody who may or may not, parentheses, probably is, end parentheses, a lizard person, and specifically about finding the skeleton of her cat in our backyard, who Sarah is convinced that she actually killed the cat. She killed that cat. So Patrick has his own theory. Patrick, tell us about it. All right, here, here's my big theory. So she obviously liked that cat. I think we can, you know, she told you about it, right, when, when you first got there. Right, she was excited about the cat. And she was excited about, what, the two cats meeting, right? They were tuxedo mm-hmm. cats. I feel like what happened was that she went to go throw her water out of her window and the cat was there. I think that like- that's what happened. And I think the cat fell. You think the cat fell when I she do. went to dump the bucket? I do. That's why she didn't See, say I was anything. Like, I, I think it was. I, I don't think she meant to do it, but I think she. I think that's what happened. I was wondering if she dumped it and like the cat was there and she didn't realize he was that's there what I mean. and he got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like well, when not she just like to... knocked him out. I mean, like hit like him the with water. the fluids, oh, which were like washed him out, which probably had like bleach and other shit in it, and like poisoned him. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the best that because you know he probably couldn't like right himself because of the water while he was falling, and mm. that was my big yeah. That, I just I don't know why I was like no, that's what happened. She threw it that water when she was out, dumping the bucket. The He's like, I just know it. Yeah. I just know it. Sarah's face right now. <laughs> But I'm just like, that window where she dumped the bucket was the front. It was the street-facing window. So then maybe there's a witness who saw her fling her cat from her window and then dump poisonous water on it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it was an intentional, uh, yeah, like cat put, you know, like out the window. See, his his theory makes a little more sense to me, like, like it was an accident, but that she did it. And it, I like that it involves the pee bucket. Yeah. Because the only other theory I have into her, like, lizard person killing the cat is that in a lizard person starved rage, she, like, she was ate hungry. the cat. Yep. And then, and then, like, after having eaten the cat, like, came to under, right, Sarah's making a face, like, she's, like, coming to realize, like, oh, no, what have I done? Like, my poor cat. And then, like, let me hide the evidence. Ugh. And, like, ran in the back and, like, buried I it. I do like that. But it also sounds like maybe she accidentally killed the cat or she was like, well, it's dead anyway and I'm hungry. 
<laughs> because here's the thing, that skeleton, that skull, for how long that cat had been dead, that skull was, it was picked clean. clean. That's actually what I was going to ask whole, you. Was it clean yes, or was there... It was clean. clean. Oh, she ate there that cat. There was no, like, there was nothing <laughs> she left. She sucked which is why, every piece that was that she, cat. She went to town on which that cat. Which is why I had rib. assumed yeah. it was a stray because I was like, oh, this cat has been here, like, a while. Yeah. Because there's nothing, there's no meat, there's no, like, tissue, there's nothing on this cat. Yeah. Her body was still digesting that cat when you found it in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she never that's, that the was, that's what the pee water was. She licked it clean yeah. with her lizard <laughs> tongue. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. I fully that's support prob- that. That's probably what happened. I believe That's it. our story and we're sticking to it. Sticking yep, to I it. like it. Yeah, especially since it was a clean bone. That's, yeah. Who doesn't like a clean bone? Am I right? That's a good point. Well, with that. <laughs> and on that note. I mean, what else are we going to do in Philly, you know? <laughs> besides get a clean oh, bone. Oh, you don't get a clean bone You in don't Philly. get a clean bone You get a dirty Philly. bone. No, you're, you're right. You, and you yeah. are thankful for whatever bone they throw You're absolutely you. right. Yeah, what, what, what were we called um, last week? Uh, bad things happen in Philly? Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Dirty bones happen in Philly. Ooh, <laughs> like lizard people eating their cats. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And people being allowed to vote by mail. Fucking God. I, I know. My ballot yesterday. It's time. Excellent. I got to get ready to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, hey Patrick. Patrick. Hey. Y'all, Y'all ready, ready to talk, talk about, about some, some ghosts? ghosts? That went. That was a long. <laughs> I yeah, I like the hiss at the end. That was good. It was know, like our ghost, ghost was like losing air. <laughs> so yeah, like the ghost sheet starts falling to the floor. <laughs> then it's gone, and then it's just a sheet. I like it with holes and it, in it. And the like, naked ghost in my sheet. Right, Patrick. What are you telling us about this week? Yes. Well, um, so one thing that I really. Uh, was interested, especially one of the reasons why I uh, contact you about Guestoberfest is because I, so I loved Adel's story about, it was his grandmother's house, right? About how he witnessed this thing without knowing any backstory. And then he asked and she's like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. And one thing that I always find interesting is that, you know, when people witness something like that, it's either they're humbled by it and they don't speak of it or they're scared about it. And they feel it alone. Like it's like a personal thing. So that feeling of when you get it validated is like a very freeing thing. And uh, so all of my life, I, I've been very, um, I, I guess you would say empathic. Um, if a place is haunted, I usually know the second I step in. So one thing that, now, now I'm, I've, I've always been that way. So I never really talk about it. So when somebody else talks about it, I kind of try to like lend a hand and say, no, 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 I, I don't think you're crazy. You know what I mean? Like I try to mm-hmm. help them out. And uh, a couple things happened to me recently that I feel like might be a cool ghost story, um, but like also like very validating in that in that way of like, oh, no, this wasn't like a one witness thing. This was a few people, you know, kind of thing. So I thought maybe yeah. uh, you'd be interested in hearing the like I have like two of them. Absolutely. Would love to. Take it away. All right. Um, I grew up um, in New Jersey and in North Jersey, which is also a whole other theory of mine, but it is like the most haunted place in America. Um, Download a handful of any podcast where it's like a true story podcast like yours. And I guarantee you three fourths of them will say, well, I was in New Jersey because New Jersey is the most haunted place ever. That's my theory. But um, my grandmother and grandfather they actually they lived across the street from my great aunt so my grandmother's sister and they've had that house i mean 70 years i think it was like originally one of the most original houses that were built in in this town up north uh, in north jersey and i hated going into that house um the second i stepped foot in there i think the first time i was like 10 years old um i almost started to cry i'm like oh this house is is bad like it's haunted and i avoided it for the next like 10 years because like i i knew like one time we went for a thanksgiving like thanksgiving dessert and uh i refused to even sit near the the living room basement like the basement door went from the living room down 
I refused to sit there. I was like, no, no, that's where the activity is. So, like, I sat in the corner just eating my pie and just, I want to get out of here. <laughs> Don't interrupt my pie time, ghosts. Like, I gotta, exactly. I gotta just, like, crank out this pie. You're not gonna interrupt my fucking pie time, but I'm gonna eat this pie and then I'm gonna get the fuck out, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. Because and, and that's the funny thing is that I that's how I talk in my head to keep myself from being afraid. <laughs> Right? Because I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm eating my pie. Eat you stay there. Pie. Exactly. It's like we have an arrangement. You stay there. I'll eat my pie. And I'll leave. But uh, yeah, that gets me into trouble a lot because like I'll do that. Like I'll try to avoid places and like my parents be like, why don't you want to come? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I'm lazy. You know, but like really it's like, no, I'm not going in there. That shit's um, haunted. I'm not yeah, going. Because it's spooky as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And and yeah, that's, what the, that's what I was... Uh, <laughs> that's what uh brought brought this house in mind because uh i tell people all the time like no 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 it wasn't haunted it was fucking haunted <laughs> and there's a big difference <laughs> but uh so anyway so i have uh two cousins uh two brother you know brothers they um they're about eight to ten years older than me and uh so they were so even when i was like 15 you know they were very young and my aunt would babysit them at the house and I, in my head, and I never asked them about it, but so in my head, I was like, I don't know how they could be there. Like, they must, like, I, I, I don't get it, you know? Like, it, it's so scary in there for, like, there had, they had to have seen something. So, cut to now, we're all grown up. He has two kids. Uh, my, my one cousin, Anthony, he has two kids. And uh, my aunt passed away uh, three years ago now, the day that lived in the house. And uh, we're sitting on my cousin's porch, and uh, it was his son's birthday. And my cousin Anthony is a very uh, straightforward, like, straight-shooting kind of guy. Like, he's the least person to, like, start strike up a conversation about ghosts, you know. And uh, he's sitting there, and I was like, oh, you know, have you been back to Aunt Lee's house at all? You know, since, he, you know, are they selling it or whatnot? And he takes a swig of his beer, and he goes... God, that house was fucking haunted. <laughs> and you're and like, then you were like, yeah, it was. It was I, fucking yes. I literally was like, are you fucking serious? Like, I, I like started like, uh, like freaking out. I'm like, I knew that since I was 10. And he goes, he goes, and like the way that he was even saying it was like, Pat, it was like somebody like recalling wartime. He was like, Pat, you don't understand. He was like, he was like, there was shit in the basement. There was, he goes, I hated going into that house every time. And I was like, yeah, but you had to be there like every day for like three summers. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I was just like, wow. And he's like, you, you, you witnessed things here too? I'm like, I felt like it was haunted. And he was just like, like the relief on his face. And he's like, I never told anybody that. And I'm like, I'm so glad you did because now I feel like we're both validated. Right. And uh, I was, and I got a couple details out of him actually. I, I texted him uh, this week and he's just like, yeah, he goes, I would see just, you know, shapes in the basement all the time. Um, he was like, I definitely hated being on the stairway upstairs. And I was like, that's where I see the most, you know, energy coming out of is the, the upstairs. Um, and I was just like, wow. I was like, that actually makes me feel better because, you know, 10, you know, 10 year old me sitting there eating pie was very validated at that moment. Um, so I just thought that was really crazy. Like he was like really relieved, but it was like something out of a movie. Like he takes a swig of his beer and he's like, man, I never told anybody this. And it was just like, wow, that's crazy. You so I just thought that was really more interesting. stories about scary shit you saw in the house. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, if I, yeah, I got to talk to him. Um, it's been hard to get in contact with each other because of COVID. But uh, if I can uh, get like specific stories from him, I'll, I'll send, I'll email them over to you guys. Oh yeah, if you're interested. Do you guys know the history of the house? Like, was it in your family for a while before your aunt had it? No, that's the thing is that, so my grandfather, it's actually an interesting story. My grandfather and his father came from Italy. They were immigrants from Italy, and they basically helped build a lot of that town. Uh, in fact, the church, um, they built, the original church for the town is literally, you can, it's two seconds from the house, like you can walk there. It's a down the block. Um, so I don't know if, I don't know, I mean, as a horror writer, I can speculate because it was so close to the graveyard of the church, or you I know, I can speculate. That. But of course. Yeah. oh yeah, it's like you can see the church from the the house. But um, all that we know is, you know, he they built the house themselves, and so it was fresh. And you know, I don't believe anybody had died in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no good um, 
then straight line. Obviously, you know? someone used a Ouija board in that house. At oh, some oh yeah. Point. Well, they built it on top of somebody who died. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> you just moved the headstone, and then they used a Ouija board. <laughs> yep. Yeah, used the Ouija board while reciting something backwards. You know, the, the the usual story. And then they didn't make sure the planchette went across the word goodbye. So like, so oh, that's right. They didn't even half. say goodbye, and that's just rude to a ghost. So yeah, rude. That's yeah, what makes them say. Yeah. They're like, oh, you didn't say goodbye, so obviously it's an open invitation for me to just like hang out until I feel like leaving. I I think that that's the uh, the key to every single ghost story. It's like. If you're nice to them, they'll bake you cookies. But most people don't even don't even acknowledge them. So they, most people they either don't acknowledge them or they're like, "Get out of my house!" And they're like, "Yeah, Bitch, they're like, well, you're the one house? who called me with your Ouija board." Yeah, we're about to see whose house it is. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, like I said, a lot of there's a lot of stories, especially in North Jersey. Like my my uh, great uncle on another side uh, would tell it's like, "Yeah, my house was haunted." Like he would talk to it and it would turn off lights and. Yeah, and like <laughs> he—he's like, I spooked you. I got a Google Home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, how great would that be? It was like 1940, but <laughs> but how great would that be though? If if that that's he what had it was. The prototype. He had the very first prototype. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I was about to say, hey Google, and I know my speaker's gonna listen to it. But he had it in his house where he was like, hey Google, turn the lights on, and his friend Google was like, okay, I get it, Peter. Like you could just you could turn them off yourself. Yeah, why are you gonna make me do this you stupid parlor trick? Right, I mean that like, would oh, be Jesus. great. That would be a that would be like a good like um, partnership with a ghost, right? Like, look, we both can stay here, but you gotta at least turn my internet on before I get home, or or the heat, or something. You know, you gotta help me help you. Okay, exactly. I feel like anybody who dies in this era, in twenty years, comes back as a ghost will understand stuff like that. You know? well, um, we we talked about that a little bit before, this. where we were like, "Do you believe in modern ghosts?" Oh, I re- like, yeah, you're right. You? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What is it?" There's like a quota of how many ghosts can be here at a time, and we've just like filled that up, or like, what's going on with that? Yeah, like, can you imagine like a bunch of hipster ghosts trying to like deal with rent, like in, in one place? Like, all right, I'm you gonna mean haunt doing on the Tuesdays. musical. I could totally see a group of his hipster ghosts putting <laughs> up rent. <laughs> They're like five hundred twenty-five thousand. That's them. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, I don't mind that you're haunting, but I've seen that show so many times. But like, you can you do? Do you know any other musical? Because I am so over it. Like, yeah. I can only hear "Lovey Bohem" so many times. And and only like, half of you no. are on key, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no, def- definitely, I can't wait for the time that we get modern ghosts. I'm ready for it. I'm already ready for it. If I ever came back as a ghost, you'd just see me like hovering there with a pumpkin spice latte and just being like, let's watch movies. What if for some reason like ghosts, (laughs) this doesn't even make any sense, but like what if ghosts like time travel a little bit? Like when you die, you automatically become like from 50 years ago. (laughs) Well, to be honest. Because you don't come to realize that you're a ghost until like 50 years have passed. Well, could you imagine if that's a prerequisite? Like if that was a prerequisite. you have to forget what year it is. Well, no, but not even that. Like imagine like uh, there's like this whole system, like Beetlejuice style, like a whole afterlife system. And they're like, okay, just to screw with the living, everybody put on these Victorian outfits. You know, it doesn't matter if you were alive yesterday. Just just put them on. It'll scare everybody. (laughs) They're like, look, this is all we have, okay? You understand this is a government job. Like, we don't have what we need. This is These are the supplies that we have. This is what you get to pick from. Fill out the form. Get in line. Exactly. Yeah, it's so like, That's you know, what it is at the end of the day. This is yeah, your outfit. That's and, and, you know, I'm not even convinced that it is a ghost. It could just be alternate universes. It could be time travelers, like you said. It could be anything. Yeah, I have I have almost no theories about what happens to us in the afterlife. I have lots of theories about like how we came to be and like where we came from. I don't have a lot of theories about like where we go. Well, what's interesting is that um my you know, my own studies of theology and and being a horror writer, you know, trying to really understand afterlife and just in generally being afraid of dying um is uh I I've really come to the conclusion I think that those two things are one and the same. Um, I think that a lot of what we see and what we experience, um, especially in the, you know, what we call the afterlife is, um, is about returning to the place where we came from. Um, you know, especially if it's like, uh, you know, whether it's like a one source, if you believe in a higher power, um, or whether it's, uh, back to the same energy that created the big bang. 
Um, I think that sometimes that that energy and everything we are, and especially as somebody who experiences that kind of stuff on a regular basis, um, all speaks to each other. It all resonates. And uh, so I actually think uh, they go one and one, you know, one and one. Uh, so, yeah. So but I don't know. Or, you know, time travelers. Who knows? <laughs> one theory a friend of mine has is that just whatever you believe is going to happen to you is what's going to happen to you. I and that. she explained it as this idea that, like, because when you get to the end, your consciousness, like you think of what you think the experience is and that's where your consciousness ends. So you end in this place of like whatever you think your consciousness is and then Actually, your I body just goes away. And I was like, that's kind of neat. I like that. That's interesting. I actually kind of love that, you know, especially, you know, speaking of, of, of like validation is that I feel like when if, you know, people experience you know, this isn't in a vacuum, right? Like people experience supernatural things all the time. Um, but it doesn't, but the interpretation of what that is, I think is actually even more interesting than there's a ghost. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you see all the time now, it's like a, what happened like a month or two ago with the UFO, um, them releasing the UFO stuff, uh, the, uh, the military, they released all that video footage. Um, what's cool to me about that is, is that even if you don't believe in UFOs, Everybody can see this footage. People from three counties saw that flying. And so regardless of whether or not it's aliens or a Russian satellite or literally, what do they say? A swamp gas, uh, you know, being shot <laughs> off of the moon, right? Right. The yeah. idea that everybody witnessed it together and that something super quote unquote natural is going on, I think is the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the answer is, it's something that we can't explain. I think that's the coolest part. And so whatever your interpretation is, I want to hear about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. cool to me. Yeah. It says a lot about us. I like remembering that, like, UFO means unidentified flying object. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it necessarily is aliens, and it doesn't mean it's from space. It means we don't know what that is. We haven't been able to figure it out or explain it. That doesn't mean it means this. It doesn't mean it's not this. It means we literally don't know what it is. And, and, you know, as as advanced as our technology is, the fact that it's still unknown is the cool part to me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what the answer is. That there's anything out in the world at this day and age that's still unknown. There are still things that exist that we can't explain. Yeah. To me, that's amazing. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever. I'm like, I don't want to know everything. You know, like, I don't, you know. They're still discovering new kinds of fish in the sea, you know, like I don't I think that's great. You know, they say that we know more about outer space than we know about the bottom of the ocean. And uh, that absolutely. to me is like that's that insane. is mind blowing. Yeah. Like there is stuff that is closer physically to us that we don't know about than shit mm-hmm. that's like way out that like is way physically further away from us. Yeah, that it's, to it's, me is really fascinating. And, and it's really cool, too, because, like, yeah, because the universe, you know, people have measured. You know, like just by just by observation, but yeah, discovering the bottom of the ocean. We can I mean, only measure so deep in the bottom yeah, of the ocean. That's before crazy. the pressure just gets you, you know. And it's right, just, we it's can really stand the pressure of flying through the atmosphere into outer space, but, but not, not to get to yeah. the bottom of our own ocean. <laughs> Unless you're James Cameron and you have eight billion dollars, and and you make a fake movie about it, where Bill Paxton was there, the late Bill Paxton. Oh, rest in peace, man. I keep forgetting that he died. I know. We, I was, me and my partner was, watched Big Love recently, and I just kept being like, man, he died. Yeah, I was watching Aliens, and because uh, it's like my favorite movie. Game and every over, time, man. Game, game over. over. Yep. I just, oh, man, I love that guy. And then I'm just, uh, I just saved, uh, I bought Frailty, because I haven't seen it in a long time. And he wrote and directed it and starred in it. And so I was like, oh, man, he was a powerhouse. He was, man. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta rewatch Twister. What is your second, uh, your second oh, I'm personal sorry. story? Yeah. No, you're yeah, just, fine. Banter just show me is up if they, I'm rambling. So. You're, no, banter is what this show is all about. Good. <laughs> yeah, and like discussions that we just had. That's like totally what this is about. Because I think from the very beginning, Stephanie and I both were like, we're not necessarily skeptics, but we're also not like believers, but we're super interested and we just want to hear more and more and more. Like, I I usually, I I describe myself as, like, skeptical but open. Like, just because I've never seen or never experienced something doesn't mean that I'm willing to totally shut out the possibility of it. It just means I've never seen. There's plenty of shit I've never done and never seen. That doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah, I'm the same exact way, especially because, well, first of all, I I, I want there to be mystery in the world. I mean, it keeps it exciting. Keeps it Um, rare. I was like, keeps it fun. 
<laughs> but I'm also convinced, like, I'm not, I, I try not to have a solid belief in it because I don't think I'll ever know the answer. And yeah. so I think it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot more interesting to uh, be open to all interpretations. Um, I agree. That's why I like, I like to study different religions um, mm-hmm. because I think you can learn more from how they view the afterlife um you know and really kind of get your own ideas you know i'm not it's even convinced about that gaining some perspective yeah it is and, and i'm not and i'm not convinced that like ghosts anything is not just pure science that we haven't calculated yet i agree with that um, like i'm I, that's how i feel about a lot of things i'm like just because we haven't figured it out yet doesn't mean it's not possible or that it's not something that can be figured out it just means we don't have the answers to that yet yeah, and and a lot that frustrates a lot of people. But for me, it's like, eh, I mean, if if it's gonna happen anyway, I'll find out later. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah. So it's just cool to speculate. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you're uh, fine. Off on a tangent. Um, but uh, okay. So my second story, this actually happened um. Very recently, I think it was like last winter. But um, there's a place in downtown Dover where I live in Delaware, that is. It's if you want to if you want to see a funny um. Uh, through line it's an old pre-civil war house which you know is key to like okay it's probably haunted you know like as, as we all know i mean well, I, i've never I been mean, there and i'll tell you right now it's haunted exactly. obviously That's that house I mean. has seen some shit which usually exactly. means it's Definitely haunted. haunted exactly you can look and be like oh civil war structure uh there's a lot of dead people in there yeah um so uh well, but they got it yeah uh but they turned into a great restaurant um <laughs> it's actually uh it's one of those things where it's such a big house that it's like a bar and a restaurant with living space upstairs so like like the owner lives there and has an office there um so it's like that it's like just picture one of those big structures um so i went with a bunch of my coworkers and a bunch of their significant others for like you know like a work happy hour kind of thing mm-hmm. and um delicious food but uh toward the end of the toward the end of the dinner i um i excused myself to go to the restroom and the restroom's upstairs um, you know, the public restrooms upstairs. So I go, second I hit the second floor, I start to get dizzy, I start to feel sweaty. I'm like, oh, okay, this is haunted. And like, like I get the same feeling coming over me. So I go downstairs and at that time I had a, I had a lot to drink. So like, I didn't really care about, you know, I usually don't care about people knowing, you know, weird stuff about me. So I just sat down and I went, so this place is fucking haunted, huh? And I thought people were going to laugh. However... My one coworker, her husband, literally, I've never seen somebody collapse before. His face went white and he put his hand in his, his face in his hand. And I was like, what's going on? And like, she like, kind of like held him. Like she put an arm around and he was What he did just, those he, ghosts do to this poor well, man? I mean, for well, real. Well, she says, she looks me dang on. She goes, thank you for saying that. And I was like, what's going on? And I know this guy very well. He's like the nicest guy in the world. And he was just like, my entire life, I felt things like this. And I said that to her, his wife, the second I walked in this place. And I never tell anybody I feel this way. And he's like, but you are the first person to ever say exactly what I was feeling. And I was like, dude, (laughs) I was like, I, you know, like, I don't think you're crazy. Like he had never heard someone else. Like he was always afraid to talk about it. And he had mm-hmm. never heard somebody else say that. So when I came downstairs and I said that, it was like, it was like a weight got off his shoulders. Yeah. And I never forgot about that. I would like, the, I'll never forget the look on his face when I said that to him because he's like, I felt the same thing when I walked in here. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, it's haunted. Uh, and so like, we just got into a conversation about it. I told him about all of my experiences and things like that. And so, yeah, because he's like, I never told anybody other than obviously my wife because um, I was afraid that people would think I was crazy. I was like, mm-hmm. no, that's, you know, it's a thing. So, yeah. Uh, question about this story. Yeah. Did you get to go to the bathroom or did you like stop when you hit the stairs and felt that feeling oh. and you were like, oh, I'm going back downstairs. <laughs> like, did you ever pee? Did Matt? you ever uh, get to go to the bathroom? Well, I peed my pants because I was so scared. No, um, no, I, uh, did I'm you so ever used... get to go? It's the scariest part of the story. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the scariest I'm part of the suspense. story was what I ate. No. Uh, <laughs> it's true though. No, I actually did. I, I'm so used to it that, um, for me, it's like two modes where it's like either, you know, like sometimes you're in a dark room and like you have the instinct to just run. <laughs> Every you know, day. like, I, yeah, it's to me, there's no in between. It's either, okay, this place has something. There's, there's something here. 
or it's, I'm going to run downstairs. This one was just, I felt a presence. So I was like, all right, well, I, I feel okay enough to go to the, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was closer when I got out. When, when I got out, I, I could see, or, you know, quote unquote, see it got closer in the room, but I didn't feel anything weird about it. So I just left. Yeah. It was like, dang, we were hoping you were going to take a dump so we could get closer. It's only a pee. She <laughs> came out the too soon. Pee. It was only number one, everybody. Yeah. And scientifically and speaking, ghosts only come out if it's number two. It's so. true. <laughs> That's why so were... many ghosts live at Dairy Queen. Because they were scared uh, oh, to poop out of you. know what? That makes sense. That makes That's sense. Exactly Every Dairy why. Queen fucking haunted. <laughs> Solved that They should put mystery. that on their menus. Yeah. Like, you know, like sometimes you go to a place and it's like the spicy, they, they mark it by... Um, peppers, like, like a it's four peppers. peppers. <laughs> yeah, like how good is this? The number of ghosts in, you know, ghosts you're gonna draw. That come out when you poop. Man, like that, that blizzard is hated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they that, serve that it to you upside down geist. so the ghosts yeah. don't get out. <laughs> that blizzard that hated uh, my anus. Blizzard. That's uh. wonderful. <laughs> that is the best. Like, guys, how, how good was it? It is so good. The ghosts were coming out that night. Yeah. It is so good. The ghosts came out, but like they haven't left because they are still haunting my butthole. Yeah, absolutely. They to love this, it there. To this the day. To this very day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes gosh. they say when I fart, you can still hear a faint. You can well, Daddy, Daddy, what was that? Oh, that was the ghost of an old civil war at Dairy Queen. <laughs> that right there is called the ghost fart. That's yeah. my old friend, my butthole. <laughs> Daddy, what, what does it mean when I see a ghost? That means you had some good dining. Yeah, good <laughs> it means you ate your broccoli last night. That's what it means. <laughs> oh, and now you're seeing, the, seeing the ghosts. Oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, poop jokes. Somebody asked me recently <laughs> who, if Dead Time Stories could get any sponsor who would be the best fit? Who would be the most appropriate sponsor? Did you and say I was Tushy? Like, Tushy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's perfect. Right away. Um, yeah. Immediately. And then I had to explain what Tushy was, which if no, you No, I don't remember because I didn't know listener. what it was. I think you said this before on a podcast, oh, right? Yeah, because I bought one. Yes, it's a it's a bidet attachment for your toilet. I'm not I'm and- not gonna say that I actually Amazoned it after you talked about it. <laughs> But I actually Amazoned it after you talked about well, it. Well, don't so buy they, one until we get a coupon code and right. we're Absolutely. able to like get some uh, money. If, we could, if I could book any sponsor, yeah, it would be Tushy. And then I was like, well, and we would do some sort of like, I was like, some sort of joke about how like our stories scare the shit out of you. And so the best person, the best sponsor we could have would be Tushy because it's a bidet attachment for your toilet. And, and in the business world, that's synergy right there. I mean, right cross there. promotion. That's yeah. I'm already getting idea, Stephanie. Creative idea number one. It's uh, a situational commercial where it starts out where one of us is stuck on the toilet and we're like, Stephanie. Come here! And you're like, what? I'm like, I'm out of toilet paper! And you're like, you idiot. There's a tushy. I love and it. And then a ghost like, pops I know, up. but it's haunted! It's haunted! <laughs> I pushed the button, and like, it wasn't water, and it I'm was like, a ghost. And I'm like, you turn the knob, and it's gonna spray those go- uh, those ghosts right away from your butthole. <laughs> and the poop particles. And it's the poop a particles. Win. You can use the ghost as a metaphor for uh, poop particles, and that's... Exactly, that's, and that's what yeah. I imagine. Yeah, the, the ghost represents the poop particles. Like, when you see a commercial... For a maxi pad, and they pour that blue liquid on it, and you're like, you know, it's really supposed <laughs> the, to be blood. The yeah. ghost that's is poop on your butthole. Like we're not gonna <laughs> actually show poop, but we're gonna be like, these little ghosties will leave your butthole, and the ghosties are the poop particles. That would be great. And you, and you just see, you see, tushy. just see phantoms coming out of the uh, yeah of the tushy. And we show an illustration of a butthole. But we don't put poop on it. We put it's just ghosts. You put ghosts. <laughs> it's just ghosts. Like the Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, oh. million dollar. All right, we got to call Tushy. We're going to make Right? And I was dollars. like, dream sponsor, Tushy. I love dream it. Dream sponsor. Perfect. You know what? We're putting it out there. And like we've said before, we've we done put a lot things of good out things on this with... podcast. Speaking it of happens. putting good things out there, I am applying for my dream job this week. I won't talk about it too much on the air. I've told Sarah about it. But that's me putting some good stuff out there this week. We'll have Christina masturbate on it. And that's how and we make this happen. happen around here. And yep. I'm going to put all this energy out there that I'm going to get this good job that I really want. Oh, but not like now I'm, now I'm in suspense. 
Oh, I'll tell you when we turn off the broadcast. Oh, okay, good. Right. <laughs> You'll I mean, know. If this, I'm just if not this is masturbatory to level good vibes. Air. I mean, like I'm curious now. Well, and well, that's I mean, how Christina cr- loves to do it anyway. So we're like, if you could also, <laughs> <laughs> it's like since you're going to be in the area, you since might you're going to be doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I love it's it. like when people go to church and like give an extra prayer for my grandmother. It's like you know what? Since you're gonna be masturbating anyway, it's, it's, think it's, about it's this. You're already there. Will you pick me up some? Me well, getting this job. If I if I make love to the wife tonight, I'll, I'll throw in some good vibes. Throw in for some you. good, yes. Throw in some good energy for me to get this awesome. good job that I really want that I'm super excited mm-hmm. about. So we'll see what happens. Excellent. Well, yeah. Good luck. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Do you have any other crazy empath stories? No, those were the two big ones um, that had come to mind when I was talking about that. You know, there's just random, you know, random things uh, that, that have happened to me. You know, I just, I, it, especially when it involves people, like I, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially, you know, how I guess the closest thing to say, like how people read auras. Um, I'm kind of like that, but like with emotions, like I could usually probably guess where someone came from by how they carry themselves mm-hmm. and kind of energy. It's, it's, it, I, I, it's weird. Like, I don't like to talk about it in that way. Cause like, it's, I'm not, it's not like a superpower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like, you know, when somebody's angry and you can feel the heat come off of them. Yeah. It's that, I mean, it, it, it it's that, you know, I can feel somebody's, um, you know, what they've just been through, you know, it doesn't have to be total rage. I can feel that heat. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah. Um, so just things like that, you know, all of my life, you know, if I, I would go somewhere and I would just feel like a, a heaviness to the air and go, hmm, I'm going to stay away from these two rooms and, yeah so do you have anything that's happened in your past where you're like if i had to pinpoint the scariest situation or place that i've been in do you have that what would that be what has that been Ooh, you know i hadn't even thought about it the scariest oh there's gonna be a lot of dead air because you got me thinking about it now i mean i can cut oh. it out she can fix <laughs> okay. that anything oh okay we're not make live, it as hard baby as all right good um, no, it's a good question. You know, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly. Um, or I guess, has there been any place or situation you found yourself in, especially being like an empath and knowing that you sort of can tap in or feel this extra level of energy and things around you? Has there been anything that you're like, that has always stayed on my mind that has always stuck with me that is one thing that i just can't shake yes uh yeah so when it comes to something like if we're talking about like a negative thing um it's still there so i don't want to say who but uh i had a dream about um a relative's house a few days before i saw it and it was very focused on this one doorway in the basement and the basement was refurnished uh to this day I, I i avoid it like if i if i go visit i won't go near it um because like the, the dream it was a nightmare but it was very fixated on this door and then like two days later we went to go see their new house because they were newlyweds and i was like oh yeah not this is what i was dreaming about and so that scared me ironically you know i think a, very much to do with like i guess more of my personalities i've actually had the opposite experiences more so um, that I can tell you things where that, I guess that extra sense or, the, or that sensitivity has actually, I felt it more in a positive sense than a negative sense. That's good. Um, yeah, it's actually been a very, it's, it's, you know, it's been a blessing in every sense of the word because it's, um, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I can, I feel good vibes better than bad vibes. Um, and that's always helped me out. Um, especially with the decisions in life, um, you know, like, you know, very much like things that may seem like coincidence, I'll feel a certain way about something and be very, and it's, it's, you know, it, it's gone so well uh, for so long that like, it, it's no longer coincidence. It's like when I have this feeling and I go for it, wonderful things happen. Yeah. And uh, so I'm actually lucky that it's like when I look back at my past and even as a kid with this ability, it's it's uh, it, more good has come from it than than anything. It's more of like I'll walk into a place and say, "Oh, this is good," rather than "Oh, this is haunted." You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. I feel that kind of synergy uh, a lot more. You use your powers awesome. for good and not evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm more I'm more likely to feel somebody's um, good vibes than it is. 
I'm more likely to call, you know, like everybody does it. And I'm sure you guys have the same, everybody has this ability to be like, my best friend is not having a good day. I'm going to call them. And you don't know that, you know, like you don't know they're having a bad day. You're just going to, you just call your friend up. Everybody has that experience where it's like, you know, I'm going to call my dad today. And your dad says, I was hoping to hear your voice because I feel terrible. Everybody has those experiences. Everybody has that ability. For me, I've been lucky enough that it's actually the opposite where it's like, I'll call somebody and I'm like, I feel like you just got good news. And you know, like, like one of my best friends, she's like, I got into college five minutes ago. You know what I mean? Like, so like things like that have happened. Um, and again, that's why I like the validation stories. It's like, it's like times where people were relieved to hear that they're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been very lucky, uh, that way that it's, it's not all like ghosts and goblins. It's actually, um, pretty, uh, uplifting things. So. I've had that happen a lot when I've, I've texted people just be like, Hey, I was just thinking about you and I just want you to know, like, I really like, I miss you. You're really great. I really love you. And people will be like, I really needed to hear that today. Like. I don't know if you knew, but like, I really needed yeah. to hear that. And that happened with a friend of mine recently where I sent that where I was like, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. I just want you to know, like, I'm thinking about you. I love you. And like, I hope everything is really well. And, um, and she was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. And then she texted me the next day and she was like, did you know that yesterday was the anniversary of when my mom died or were you just messaging me just because, and I was like, I didn't know that I was just messaging you because I was thinking about you and like wanted you to know I was thinking about you. And she was like, yeah, like that's what yesterday was. And and it really meant a lot to get that message. And I was like, oh, like, I love you and I hope you're good. So I've had that experience a lot. Everybody's capable of that. I mean, we have close people in our lives who we feel like we have a connection with because we do. Um, that's why I sometimes I don't I don't like to talk about things like that in in a supernatural or like, you know, sixth sense uh, Professor Xavier way. way. Sure. Yeah, because we all have it on a certain level. Like we are all connected in some way, whether it's supernatural or whether it's just by um, shared experience. Um, And uh, some of us, you know, that's, you know, I do believe in soulmates because I do believe that some people are just on the same wavelength and that we just connect. Um, But I don't think it's uh, anything supernatural. I think it's, you know, we're all sharing this existence together. And, uh, you know, a lot of time, you know, that's why twins, you know, go through the same hobbies, even though they've never met each other or they're on, you know, that shit is what blows. That is to me the craziest shit where it'll be like, these two people are twins, but they were adopted by two different families. They've never met each other. They don't know anything about each other. And they just found out that the other one existed and then they'll meet and it's like, they have the same job, the same hobbies, the same boyfriends, the same name. And right. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this is so weird. (laughs) And, And, you know, I was like. It's crazy. And I always like to use, that's actually a great example too, because, you know, it's so cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's so cool. Like, and, and if you take like, even if you take like the idea of like a supernatural reason for it, um, look at it, it's a very human reason. You know what I mean? It's that these two people could be separated yet the same. And I think that there's a lot of like beauty in that. I think so too. I think it's, I think that's marvelous. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's awesome. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, we're all capable of it that's why i hate when people you know especially nowadays are like oh you're so sensitive you're so sensitive i'm like you need to be sensitive you people need to should understand be more people. sensitive right yeah um especially nowadays you know it's like no I, I can't understand what this person's going through but i can empathize and i can be there and that's um and i think that's I important and support I, them and be a nice person to them and not make their struggle any harder exactly and and i and i feel like that's where a lot of uh what we witness especially in a supernatural way it's like no i think it's just uh there's a human level that we haven't calculated yet that really binds us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I love that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick, we're we're coming to the end of our show. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to plug some stuff while you're here? Um, I want to plug uh, Dead Time Stories. <laughs> hey, I love it when that's what they say, um, don't you? And they're like, I want to plug this show. And I'm like, oh, this show you're, right you're already here. Thank you. Uh, uh, I am doing, I do have, um, so last year I released a, um, an audio series uh, kind of based off of the just poetry and short stories. Um, I love short format. That's kind of what I write. But I, I love audio design. So I released uh, basically um, audio interpretations with original music all having to do with autumn and Halloween. And so last year I released one episode a week uh, leading up to Halloween. And I, uh, I didn't get a chance to do it this year because of COVID and everything else. Um, and I'm also turning that book, I'm sorry, that, that audio series into a book version, an illustrated book version. Ooh. And so I kind of like put my energy into that. 
Um, so, but that's up still. That that's still up for anybody who needs to get into the spirit of the of the season because I know Halloween's going to be canceled for a lot of people this year. And uh, I love Halloween, and I know that it's actually really important, I think, culturally. And um, just uh, kind of encourage everybody, you know, take a listen to that. Definitely listen to Dead Time Stories. I wasn't kidding. Uh, you need to do anything that we can do to keep, especially for younger kids, just to keep uh, the spirit alive. Keep and, Halloween uh, alive. Yeah. Yep. Pun intended. Um, so uh, check that Halloween. out. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. I like that. But uh, yeah, so check that out. Um, and just, uh, you know, if, if you like uh, horror stories, especially, you know, shorter stories, uh, just uh, type in my name and... Uh, you can, uh, you know, just get some good stuff going. So I have, I have a lot of genres out there. So just you'll find something. And make sure you say his name because it's just not, Tumble Tea. Patrick Tumble, Tumble Tea. It's, ah, uh, that's a, it just, it's a, it's a fun word to say. I, just, I appreciate it. Thank nice. you. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so check out Patrick Tumble Tea, you guys. And of course, thank you for listening to our show. If you want to support us, you can do that by buying merch from our website, which is deadtime stories with a Z, all one word.com. You can email us at deadtime stories at gmail.com. We love listener emails. Sarah goes crazy for them. And this is how we meet exciting people and bring them on our show. And then of course, the other ways you can support us are by subscribing to our Patreon. We have $1, $5 and $15 tiers. All of them are super accessible, but even for $1 a month, you get really awesome stuff, which is to join our fantastic Facebook group where we have awesome people hanging out like me and Sarah and all the people that are on our show all the time, passing around memes and talking about ghosts. And we have something extra special planned for the for October this month for That's October true. for anyone who subscribes on Patreon for just a dollar. You'll get Correct. this extra special thing that we're doing at the end of the month. Correct. Our Halloween surprise is going to be for all of our Patreon subscribers, even the $1 tier one. So for just $1 a month, you can get super, super awesome things. Very, very exciting. I'm excited about it. But then, of course, if you can't subscribe, uh, if yeah. you can't support us financially, you can also do us a big, big favor and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you take a screenshot of that and send it to us, we will send you a free sticker. So that's a net gain financially in my book. Yeah, I well, think a whole so. 50 I cents. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, Patrick, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate having you. Thank you. Uh, if you want, you can do a $20 tier, and I will masturbate on any good vibes that you need. There you oh, go. That's great. For a $20 well, also, tier and Patrick yeah. will masturbate for whatever energy yeah. you need for something good. Now that I know that's a thing, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah, that's the sex <laughs> magic. That's where you start. It's all about the uh it's all about the intention and the energy and putting it into, you know, the thing that you want even when you're masturbating. I love yeah. it. Well, that yeah. works. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh we've talked about doing a $20 tier with our ghost dicks. Ghost dick picks. So but it's your own ghost dick. It's a DIY theme. ghost dick situation. That's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> well, yes. with that being said, I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Patrick. And, and this, this has, has been, been Dead Times Stories. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Kernison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 